Hello and welcome back to the Regents Pod. Today we have another special guest with us. We have Joel. Joel. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you too. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege. Good to have you. How are you doing? Uh, good, yeah. Um, the sun's been out, so I'm quite content. Um, when the sun's out, that makes a big difference on perspective. So, yeah. yeah. It has been a lovely day. It has. It has been a lovely, lovely day. day. I've not Windows been outside down. as much as I could have been, but it has been a lovely day. I went for a walk. Yeah, it was very Did nice. you go down or? Uh, down. Just now? Um, a few hours ago. Okay, so you didn't see Tom and James on their travels? I didn't, no. Oh. They were always doing something. Yeah. Always doing something. Some sort of adventure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I went for a drive earlier, just to the shop. Mm -hmm. But windows all the way down. Which shop did you go to? I went to Next and Morrison's. Nice. Not very exciting, Mm -hmm. but... Needed some new clothes. (sighs) No. Just looking around. Just bored. Mm. I was mainly going to Morrison's, but then Next was there, so I was like, I'll have a pop in. Yeah. But nothing, nothing grabbed my attention. Oh, too bad. You're doing a Masters? Yes. Um, so I'm still here. So um, You are? I've done three years. I'm basically like a first year again, because my Masters will take three years. Wow. Um, so I'm coming to the end of the first one, like you guys, at undergrad. Um, and I'll be here for as long as, maybe as long as you guys are. So it depends what I do my third year, mm-hmm. um, because it's a bit more independent. I guess you can kind of do it from anywhere, really. Um, so yeah, so that's been good so far. Um, currently in the second module, which is cool. Um, looking at Christology. So I've got to write 6,000 words about the Ascension for July. Wow, very, very so, exciting. Good fun. So you've already done what James and I are on our journey of completing. Yep. completed it. Completely done it, mate. Done it. And done now it, on to bigger and better things. Yeah, right? well, I just, I couldn't get, I couldn't get enough, really. <laughs> I, I just, I was very content at Regents and, and studying and things like that. And it probably wasn't until like August um, last year that I was like set on what I was going to be doing for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just loved it enough and, and too much to like, to stop it, really. Yeah. Um, the academics was very enjoyable and still is. So, oh, good. so I'm still here, and otherwise I wouldn't have met you guys. That's so true. That's true. It was worth it. Would have been devastating this year. And you wouldn't be a guest on the Regents. I, pod. I know. I know. Mainly. I'm a big that's advocate for the Regents pod as well. Honestly, good. every episode, seen them all. <laughs> wow, that's what we love to see. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan. We love to see I'm a big role fan. model. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone should listen to the I know. pod. You guys need to listen to Joel's advice. Yeah. I mean, if yes. if they're hearing this, then they are. So that's true. Yeah, true. That's great. They need to tell their friends. They need to tell everyone they know. True, true. Wow. So, why don't we start with a little bit about your undergraduate journey, so to say? Like, mm. little year one Joel. Little year one Joel. How did he find Regents? Um, I was I was very excited to start. Um, it, it very much felt right. Um, I did I did a gap year beforehand, so I kind of had a like quite a few months like preparing for it really it wasn't just like out of the blue um so i was quite i guess in some ways quite ready for it um i actually remember because i i came on site a couple like maybe a day early compared to everybody else mm-hmm. um and stayed overnight so then i was ready for like the induction week and um it was it was interesting because my mum and dad left and I remember being sat on one of the benches outside, you know, where you can see out towards like Wales and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, and I was just sat there and it was just like the calm before the storm in a way, mm. um, like anticipating what was, what was to come, like everybody kind of moving on site and meeting lots of new people and starting new things and stuff. Um, so it was a lot of anticipation for that, but it was exciting. Um, so yeah, I was, I was quite, it was quite a lot maybe at first. Mm-hmm. I can be quite a bit more reserved to start with. Uh, a bit more of an introvert than than not, um, so it was, it was quite a lot to take in at first, um, but you you kind of settle quite quite quickly, you know, and you quickly feel like like it's home and like you're it, it's family as well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, settled quite quite quickly. Always loved the studies, loved probably every module that I, I've done. Um, so yeah, hence doing the masters. Hence. What's been your favourite module? It's a good question. Because um, you've done a lot now. Yeah, yeah I know. I've done nearly all of the modules that actually exist. Wow. That I've completed. Um, I 
let me think. Uh, one of the ones that comes to mind initially is Old Testament prophets, mm-hmm. Old Testament prophetic literature that I did in my third year. Um, that was really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else was. Uh, I did both languages, so Greek and Hebrew. Mm-hmm. They were challenging, but yeah. but really really good um, to kind of understand the Bible at a bit of a different level. Um, I'm trying to think what else I enjoyed. Probably Old Testament prophetic literature would be would top. be the the top mm-hmm. the top one, a very memorable one. Yeah, big advocate for the Old Testament. So, what track were you on? I was on theology track, pure theology. Um, there was quite a few like practical things though. Um, like I did a placement because it was compulsory in my year. Not mm-hmm. like you couldn't choose it. Um, so I did a placement, which was great. Um, but I probably would have chosen like biblical something more biblical studies based. Um, so yeah, very cool. Yeah, just a love, love an academic in a way. Yeah, getting there. Getting there. Yeah, you'd hope so. After at least like three and a half years, you'd hope so. Almost come to the end of the fall. Yeah. Well, yeah. How exciting. Yeah, well, although, with it being part-time, with masters being part-time, part-time. I feel like I've... Yeah. I see. So there's some there's some time where you're not actually doing master's work. Mm-hmm. So whereas at undergrad, you've kind of, like, got a module every five weeks, because mine's more spread out, and some of them can overlap. It depends what you choose, but I had a gap between, like, January and March, where I didn't really have any master's work to do, which was interesting. Um, so, yeah, it's been, like, less constant, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, still being fun to engage with. Very cool. Yeah. And obviously at Regents, there's always the academic side, but also, you know, you're living on site in a close community with mm. loads of other people. How, how would you say you, you found that aspect of Regents and, and living in such a close community like mm. we do? Yeah, I think, I think in my first year, it was probably um, a bit more of a challenge um, because you just have to get used to people constantly being around. Um, you can kind of find times where, where it's just you and you can, you can kind of just be in your room or find space and, you know, take a walk up the hill, for example, mm-hmm. and just be on your own for a bit. And it's good, it's good to do that. Um, but yeah, const- there constantly being people around was like, um, it was very much a good thing because there was always people that you could meet up with to, to do something fun or whether it was getting together to pray about things. That was always beneficial. Um, but it probably was a lot at first. But I guess you kind of just find your rhythm after a while, um, which I managed to do, which was good. Um, so yeah, it was, it's, it's been an interesting experience. You get very close to, to people, um, people that I'll be friends with for a long, long time, even though, you know, for nearly a year, they've lived away from Regents now, still been very much in good contact with them. Some people that haven't gone that far away from Regents, a lot of people who have actually stayed quite close, um, Mm -hmm. from my year, which is cool. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been been brilliant for building those kind of relationships that are that are like foundational really now. Um going forward I think. So yeah. Pretty positive, I'd say. Yeah. I might be blocking off the sign from that camera. Don't you worry. Don't keep, you worry. We need to keep advertising. Everybody knows. <laughs> we we all know where we're We know where we're at. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Regents pod. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice plug. Yeah. Have to do it. So you do like teaching stuff as well. You did one of our lectures. Did yeah. It? yeah. It yeah. was on Samuel, it was. wasn't it? it was, was it any good? It was fantastic. I it. Oh, thanks guys. That wasn't just, you know, for ego. I just... No, <laughs> it was good. No, it was. I, no, I genuinely re- really enjoyed it. Good. It was in the um, biblical interpretation module. Yes. Yeah. See, that I was... can remember. Yeah. I think it that must was, be good. I think that was the first one that I did maybe in like October, I yeah. think. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so that was great. Yeah, it was the first time doing something like that. Um, which was which was amazing. Just having the opportunity to do that this year, um, with my role here at Regents, has been has been really cool. Um, lectures have just given me a lot of opportunity to to do that kind of thing, which has been awesome. And a lot of the students were very gracious in um, in those sessions as well, which is cool. Um, so yeah, just like really positive about it. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy that kind of environment of like taking theological concepts or maybe specific things that we don't necessarily think a lot about and mm-hmm. being able to discuss them a bit and bring up the question and, and whether things are a bit more like ambiguous, just like exploring them a little bit more. Um, 
was really cool. So, so yeah. So thank you for engaging in that. No, definitely with it was me. good. Would you look to uh, do more of that, given the opportunity? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think there's, I can't remember how many there's been this year, but there's been a few different ones this year that I've done, which have been really, really enjoyable. Um, I think mostly because people are quite keen to to like discuss things together and engage with it. It's not just me speaking at the front about these things that I've found out, you know. Yeah. It's like us all on a bit of like a an endeavour together with it, which has been really cool. Um, so yeah, so I'll probably do a bit more of that next year. Um, I don't know necessarily long term, um, but I, I do really enjoy that kind of um, learning environment where you're able to just like bring up those topics and question them and allow people to question and like just flex their mind a bit on certain things mm. um, has been really good. So yeah, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, good. Good. And I know you had um, like another sort of role within Regent. So you did a lot of like research stuff, didn't you as well? Yeah. Can you tell yeah. me a little bit about that? Yeah. So I guess um, it's, so with my role this year, it's teaching and research assistant. So it can vary really. Like at the moment we've been doing some, work on some online courses that regents are developing so sometimes it's just like more practical stuff to do with that um other times it might be research for topics that we're going to be looking at in the classes um so we did biblical interpretation um did one for old testament prophets which was cool um i even did a couple of youth ones wow. which was interesting um because i'm not necessarily I, like i didn't do youth track but it's really cool being able to, to do that in a bit of a different thing and, and be challenged in, in some ways to like look into something a bit more new um, mm -hmm. where I'm by no means like an expert but just being able to like again bring up these things with people who are wanting to like develop and grow in that area was really cool um, so yeah yeah it's been good so over Easter you mm -hmm. did a preach at your church was that mm. you were talking about that in Tutor yes would you like to say more about it? Please do. Oh, yeah. okay, great. Um, yeah, it was um, it was a great privilege to be able to speak it on Easter um, this year, and um, and I was speaking about um, resurrection, of course. Um, JB actually asked me like, "What are you going to be speaking about beforehand?" And I was like, "Well, resurrection, because it's Easter, mm -hmm. isn't it? You know, so mm -hmm. what else are you going to be speaking about?" Exactly. Um, so yeah, speaking about resurrection, but I always like to think how can you kind of make it make it a bit more like unique or find something um, new within like within within the concept of resurrection that makes it like re resonate with people. Um, so I was speaking about uh, I, ca I called it resurrection extension, mm -hmm. and um, speaking about how the resurrection of Jesus wasn't just like an isolated and single event that only affected him it was supposed to be expansive and he was supposed, it was like an invite to people where he was saying, I'm the resurrection of life. Believe on me. You will have resurrection life as well. Mm -hmm. But even further than that, it's like extending outside of us because as believers, we have resurrection life. And so we've got to, we've got to do something with that. You know, we've got to share that message with people or whether it's like, um, just seeing the power of, of God, uh, in, in a, like the resurrection power of God in, in healing and in miracles and in prophetic words and stuff like that, there's like a, a mandate on us to extend that as well. Um, so yeah, so that was really good fun to, to be able to speak on. Mm -hmm. um, I actually spoke with bunny ears the whole time. Really? So yeah, the, the pastors, our pastors, uh, two children um, said beforehand that I needed to wear these bunny ears when, when I spoke. And they went out to kids' church, so they didn't even witness it. But I thought I'd do it for the recording. Wow. It turns out the recording didn't even work. Oh, no. <laughs> so there is no evidence that I did it. But I wore these bunny ears, started doing the, the talk, um, forgot I had them on, and they stayed on the whole time. So, <laughs> wow, yeah. that's commitment. So maybe that was um, a point of engagement for people. You know? Yeah, true. Unintentionally, but, mm -hmm. you know, whatever works, I guess. Whatever works. Yeah, yeah. sounds really good. Yep. Do, you, do you enjoy doing that? Is that something you've done a lot, like preaching? Is uh, it? I, like sporadically, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a, num a number of occasions, not like really regular. I think I think in some ways I've preferred the more academic style yeah. of um, speaking because it's not just me speaking then. Yeah. 
um, like even this is like a lot of me speaking now um, that I, I don't always naturally do. Um, so I think I like where everyone can have like input mm -hmm. into it. Um, so preaching is a little bit of a different style. Um, I did very much enjoy it, and I think it's, I think it's a, an honourable like opportunity. But um, yeah, I think, I think I prefer the kind of academic environment yeah. Yeah. where it's like classroom setting, mm -hmm. in a sense. So yeah, cool. Yeah, good fun. How wow. would your guys Easter's? Yeah. Anything significant on Easter Sunday at church? Yes, we had a baptism service. Mm. on Easter Sunday that is a great time which is just it's so exciting mm -hmm. and honestly the, the church was it was full to the brim of loads of different people mm -hmm. and loads that I hadn't seen before and it was really exciting mm -hmm. and honestly it's just so good and one of my childhood best friends got baptised that is cool what a legend what a legend so, and you know he'd been in church all his life and been exploring a little bit yeah. and he'd been looking around like looking for it a little bit mm -hmm. and searching and then more recently he just started to get proper involved and mm -hmm. you know he was just what a guy mm -hmm. what a guy and was he always involved in, like in church or yeah not, so he, he always went to church mm -hmm. and um it was a different church to the one i used to go to mm -hmm. and um yeah just sometimes we would speak about it mm -hmm. sometimes we wouldn't but yeah he was always went to church and mm -hmm. he was always like believed in god and those kind of things but then in the last couple of years he's really just had that foundation in his faith and he decided to mm -hmm. get baptised which was so exciting I was mm -hmm. so proud of him and mm -hmm. it was like do you know what I mean when that is exciting watching your, one of your best mates get baptised that is very exciting it, it was a great great moment so yeah Easter Sunday was mm. very exciting was it like a, a pool within the church yeah so yeah. on the stage um, it's like a raised stage mm -hmm. and then like there's a hole in the middle mm. which yeah. is normally covered up by wooden carpet mm -hmm. but you can just remove the planks and then go nice. down which is pretty cool Take a plunge. Yeah, yeah take a plunge. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, I, I went to my uncle's house mm -hmm. and just had the best lamb I've ever had. Wow. It was delicious. So my Sunday was very exciting. Quite, quite the day, actually. Was that better than the baptism? It was close, <laughs> to be competing. honest. Competing. It was competing. I mean, I, I tried to replicate some of the roast potatoes that he made, but it was a big fail. Mm. Big fail. Yeah, it's tricky. It is tricky. My mum makes good roast potatoes, but I've, mm. I've not really had a go yet. Nice. Could always give it a shot. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I stick with curry at the moment. Nice. Mm. Curry's a staple. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong. Well, you can. You can. <laughs> you can. Sure if you get the ones that are just like in a jar that are basically ready-made, you just add chicken to them. Yeah. Easy. Simple. Well, well, guys, I'm so excited <laughs> to excited. announce Listen Twists. Wow. Favourite twist. segment. I actually saw Nathaniel suggest the, the segment on <laughs> Roast, Roast the Host. host. Yeah. I was wondering if that might come up. Yeah. We were keeping well, that quiet. I didn't, I didn't have any yeah, roasts we didn't ready. <laughs> you did? No. Oh, no. Okay. Well, Ironically, we were talking about roast potatoes, though. True. Well, well, if you didn't have anything prepared, we might just have to hold off on that one. Yeah, sorry until about another that. Until another time. Yeah, what a shame. Listen <laughs> what a I'm shame. very excited about this twist, either way. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be. Because true. everyone needs to be excited about listening. Mm. So, what is the list? The list is your top three yeah. favourite board games. Okay. I think that number one would probably be Risk. Risk. Okay. Do you know mm -hmm. Risk? I do. Yes. World Conquest. Yeah. Incredible game. Mm -hmm. um, can take a long time. Yeah. Um, and it can be a bit hectic when somebody decides they've just had enough and there's an earthquake suddenly <laughs> and just all the soldiers yeah. just annihilated and that's the end of the game. Um, so I think that would be number one. Um, uh, what counts as like specifically as a board game though? Like... If you had something like Articulate. Articulate's good fun. And technically there is a board. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I think I'll allow it. Yeah. That's quite fun. When you've got, when you've got friends <laughs> when you've got friends and people that like get very invested mm. and, and borderline compet like a, a healthy competitive edge. Yeah. I think that is very entertaining. Yeah. Um 
and and how like expressive people get playing that kind of game mm-hmm. is good. Um, a third one. Have you got any suggestions for a third one? Need to help. Monopoly. Monopoly. I know you're a big advocate <laughs> for Monopoly, aren't you, Jake? Just just Jeez, a little bit. How many times have you won now? What's your record? I think it's only been twice, you know. Nice, it's, no, it's that's not, good though. Not that many played times. twice, one twice. That's good. <laughs> well, no, I've played many more times than <laughs> twice. Um, we, we played the, the video game version as well. We did, which, which I may have been on the road to winning if yeah, we didn't stop. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was lengthy. It mm. was, yeah. They can last a long time, Monopoly. Yeah. Sometimes, I remember doing like a, an overnighter, but like not, I stayed up. I, it got too late. Mm. And I, I had to go to bed and then we played again mm. in the morning. That is dedication mm. to Monopoly. But when you win, that's part of the satisfying factor. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because you True. made all the work and it just works well. Yeah. I used to play um, Cluedo with my family. Oh yeah, it was up. good. But my mum would always win. So, um, it, yeah, it was, health, it was healthy in terms of, we, we learned how to lose well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she always used to win at that. Um, so I don't know if I can put, pick Cluedo as a third one. Mm. Necessarily. Uh, it's tricky. It is tricky. Have you got a favourite one, Ben? I can steal. Favourite board game? Mm. I don't know. I like I like those those games where it's kind of like half board game, half not board game, and it's just like some silly little game that you play once, and then you. I uh, like casual, a bit more casual. Yeah, a bit. Of, I'm more of like a casual board game kind of guy. Mm. And then you're like, oh, that was fun, and then I might play it again in like a hundred years, but I'm not a big board game person. Mm. Oh, I just remembered. There's one. Um, that I got at Christmas. I don't know how I've forgotten about this, but it's called, it's called the really nasty horse racing. Game. I have played that game. Right, and that, that is, is hectic. That is so we played it with my family for the uh-huh. first time. We went away to like the Lake District, and um, my family was all my family was there, and we played it, and it it didn't get out of hand. It was just again healthy competition. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But have you heard of the game, James? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Basically, it's it's like classic horse racing where you can like, um, you know, back the different horses who you think are going to win. And they're all assigned to like a player in the game. Um, so you can put money on each horse. Um, but you can also like um, mug each other off, basically, by like falling each other's horses, depending on the cards that you play. So if they get to a fence, you can like just rub them out of the game because their horse fell. So it gets a bit hectic. Mm. Um, so as soon as somebody you know makes that first move, it's like all out game on. Yeah, yeah. No one's very happy. It's carnage, basically. Mm. Um, That's a good choice. So yeah, I think that would be. What was my number two? Articul- articulate. Risk, risk. The really nasty horse racing game. Articulate. Yeah. Very nice. That took a while to get there. Well, we got there in the end. You wanted a perfect list. That's true. Yeah, it. yeah. I've put some thought into it. So. Well. Let me tell you your twist. We're only halfway there. The twist is, and it might only work for the first two, it might not work for Articulate. Okay. But if you were transported into the life yeah. of the video of the of the board game. Yeah. And it's you, you're actually there. Yeah. Would you win? Uh, in, in all three of them. Well, Articulate, you kind of are there. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't like embody in. Yeah, you can't really embody yeah. the, the little character that you, yeah. you play as, but um so, so for risk, so do you think if you were there that you could actually take over the world? If I was one of the little men? If you were in the game? If I was would in the game, it? Would, would I be like the, the, the commander of the army or just mm, you'd be the, the person commander. in the army? Probably the commander. I don't know if I'd want to win. Mm. Like declaring war is all, it's all well and good when it's a board game. Yeah, but, but like, now you're actually in the game. Yeah, like actually declaring war. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't really think I could justify that. To be honest. No, fair enough. Um, so, so maybe I could win if, if I had, you know, the desire to the desire to win. Yeah. To you really needed to declare war, but mm. I don't. I don't think that's really in me. Can you can you ride a horse? Um, oh, I was more thinking of me like being the horse. You I are the horse. horse. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, if I was in the game, like yeah. if you know, because there's no riders in the game. I don't think. There's like pictures of riders, yeah, but it's just like riders, yeah. it's just like little mm-hmm, mm-hmm. horse. You can be the horse if you want to. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I'll be the horse. Would I win? Uh, jumping over those fences. Maybe. 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 
I've never really tried jumping over a massive hedge. No. My mate once did it with, um, we went to this concert once and um, there was a support act and afterwards, for some reason, this guy was just like, um, he was probably a bit off his head, um, but he was like, he said to my mate, do you reckon you could jump over that hedge? And my mate was like, yeah. Well, you have to. If so, someone challenges you to so jump So they both just hedge. ran and jumped over this massive hedge and it didn't really end up that well. Oh, right. So I'm kind of hesitant. Yeah. Like that's in the back of my mind, I think. Jumping over hedges. But as a horse, yes. you have that extra strength to jump. You do. True. So you built strength of a horse, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have a bit of self-confidence and say, yeah, do if I was a horse, jump over a fence. I could jump over a fence. I rate it. Well, that's been Listen Twist. Thank you, that was an exciting Thanks segment. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> no, I love that segment. It's it is, it is a great, it is a great it segment. Yeah. It is a great one. Can't be replaced, really. <laughs> not even roast, by roast, roast the host. No, definitely not. Not Maybe. a fan. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Well, that brings us to the main chunk of the Regents pod. We want to, you know, we've heard a little bit about your story at Regents and obviously listen to us, but um, we just want to get to know you, Joel, and what, oh, that's what life was like <laughs> so before nice. Regents. Because obviously, you know, I don't feel like I know you too well about mm. what you did before coming here. Mm-hmm. So just let us know. Yeah. Let us um, well, feel free to jump in as you, as you wish. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back to my, my earliest, like, testimonial memory, really. Um, I think I was, because I grew up in a Christian household, mm-hmm. um, I think I was very young when I kind of, um, I sat down with my mum and she was like, would you like to ask Jesus to come into your life, um, really? It, like I say, it was the environment I was, I was brought up in. Um, and I think in some ways, like, like God has kept me since then, from an early age. Um, I was, I wouldn't have remembered this, but it's only because it came up recently. I was baptised when I was seven which is fairly young, really, which mm-hmm. was great. I was baptised with my older sister as well in the same pool, which is cool. Um, and so that was when I was about seven. Um, and then it was probably when I was, like, getting into high school that it became a bit more real. Like, I was taking a bit more ownership for, like, faith and this decision that I'd made because I grew up with maybe friends that um, would call themselves Christian, but then we went to high school and then they maybe weren't so inclined anymore. And so I was like, well, I kind of need to decide why I believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. And if it is true, then then surely there's some like substance to it. So when you're in um, like a typical high school where you don't necessarily have that like um, Christian education, um, there's a lot of, you know, suggestions about other theories about the world and philosophies and stuff like that. And I guess that kind of prompted me to do a bit more like independent looking into faith and like the the fundamentals of, of Christianity, really. Um, so that in some ways probably started my like, let's say like intellectual faith yeah. endeavor yeah. in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also grew up like going to Soul Survivor, um, yeah. which was awesome. I grew up in a CV church actually until I was about 14, 15, I think, um, quite traditional. Um, but every year we'd go to Soul Survivor um, from about 11 to 15, I think. Um, and it was incredible because it was just such a, an opportunity to encounter. Um, God, there was a lot of space made for that, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it wasn't just, um, even though there was wonderful like, seminars you could go to that was like maybe learning um, and that kind of like mental development of faith, there was a lot of time for like personal experience. Um, and that was probably the, one of the first encounters I had with things like the, prophet- the prophetic and um, prophetic ministry. Um, so it might have been people um, coming over to friends of mine or over to me and saying, I've, I've got this word that I feel like I need to share with you about maybe your future and things like that. And it's just these really poignant moments that you remember. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've still got a few notes of different things that were said because otherwise I would forget. Yeah. Um, but those really prominent moments really um where the spirit was very present um and spoken tongues at the first time for the first time at soul survivor mm. um speaking in tongues is so cool isn't it, it is it's wild so, it's so weird it is weird maybe 
for some of the guys out there, the guys and gals listening, mm. who don't know what speaking in mm. tongues is, Joel, why don't you just explain uh, what, what is speaking okay. in tongues? I think the best way I could probably explain it is from, it's from experience, from the, that first experience uh-huh. I had. Um, so at the, during this meeting, they said, would anybody like to receive the gift of tongues? And I guess they probably said that it was something like a personal kind of communication with God in, in a language that isn't your own. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I stood up and was like, you know, assumed the prayer position, ready to receive prayer and stuff like that. And I was on my own at the, at the, at the time, I stood up in this meeting. And, um, and I was just like praying in English, like my own language just to start with and just thanking God for different things. And then every so often, because I'd heard my mum speak in tongues a few years earlier, um, I kind of knew what maybe what it sounded like. So I'd like, I'd have a go speaking and it'd just be like a load of nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'd be quite like laughing at myself thinking this is never going to happen or, or just like, you know, I'm making it a bit of a fool of myself. Um, but there's no one around, so it didn't really matter that much. Um, and so I'd go back to just speaking in English and, and praying, um, and thanking God for things. And then I'd try again. And like, there's a few times where it just, it just wasn't really happening, but I didn't want to force it. Um, anyway, on, it might've been like the fourth or fifth time. Um, and I started speaking in, in this other language and, and it just started to flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best way I can describe it is, is it, it was as though I was able to communicate now with God in a way that like transcended my understanding up until that point because mm-hmm. you're kind of limited by like your own language it was like everything i felt like maybe was in my like inside that i wanted to communicate to god i could mm. now but in this other language that i didn't like you know mentally understand but like spiritually it was like there was a lot of life in it mm-hmm. um i think is the best way of describing yeah. it um I mean, we, so, sometimes yeah. you often hear people say like oh there's something in me but i can't I can't tell you. Yeah. Like even not even in church or yeah. just anywhere, yep. people can f- feel something inside them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't explain it or mm-hmm. how I feel about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And people use it alongside other emotions. Mm-hmm. They? I w- I was so sad. I can't even explain. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like you said, sometimes tongues helps us mm-hmm. to say those things mm-hmm. when English isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, funny story, I couldn't stop when it happened. You couldn't stop? <laughs> wow. Um, it, just, it, just, like, it just kept going. And like I said, it was like, just saying everything that was, that was inside. It was like, I, just, I didn't really want to stop. Um, so it kept going. And we ended up going to like, um, like Asda for lunch or something like that. And it was a good job we didn't go to like a restaurant where we had to like order food because I just would have had no chance. Um, so that was quite entertaining. I eventually stopped later in the day, but wow. that was... That's quite exciting. That is very fun. Yeah. Very cool. Mm. Well, yeah. Thanks. That's great. Welcome. How did you find out about regions? Um. Uh, it was probably when I was in college. So, so when I think of Soul Survivor and those like moments of Soul Survivor, that was probably towards the end of high school, so like age 14, 15, that was really prominent. Prominent. And then in college, there was quite a number of moments at the church I went to at that point um, that um, were just really poignant. Um, it might have been that we had someone who was visiting that was speaking, and we'd have a lot of people who were uh, quite strong on prophetic ministry. And so similarly to Soul Survivor, but more in like a local church context, there was those kind of um, moments of like, of just like encounter with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was in the church I was in, probably during college. And even though I was at college and studying things that were not, like I didn't do um, like religious studies or anything, um, my A-levels weren't really connected to that. Um, at that point, I was much more inclined to um, be studying the Bible and enjoyed that more than my like college studies. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, I did a gap year where I did an internship at my church. So I think it was kind of in college and then during the internship that my pastor was like suggested about Regents because he knew I just like loved reading Bible and studying more um, than other subjects and stuff. So he suggested it and I visited and I was like, yeah, this looks great. 
Why not live on a hill? Yeah. For four years. Job to the ten. Plus. So, yeah. So, that's how I ended up coming to you. What did you study at college? Um, I did maths, chemistry, music, and Spanish. Wow. I shouldn't really have done four. I kept four for two years, which was daft. How long yeah. was college? Two years. Oh, yeah. But, like, some people would drop one. Oh, after one year. After one year. Yeah. I just kept four for two years yeah, for some well, reason. If you can. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, like, I, I enjoyed all the subjects in their own right, but not really to the point where I wanted to, like, really study them further. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm. I feel like I have a little bit of a similar experience to that. Mm. Like, I did my A-levels, but I actually knew that I wanted to come here mm-hmm. before I started my A-levels. Oh. But I had to do my A-levels yeah. to get in. Yeah. So I had two years of just doing something that I didn't really want to do. Yeah. Just so I could get... It was a bit of a slog. Very much a slog. Yeah. yeah. Which was tedious, but we yeah. got there in the end. Yeah. What did you do at college? I did... Uh, music, music technology, and psychology. Nice. Yeah. Good. It was good. I'm like, really, I just chose the ones I thought would sound interesting. Yeah. And I love music, so I was like, I'll just do all that I can. Yeah. While yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Because at least, if I have to do it, at least I'll try and enjoy it. Yes. That's my yeah. Yeah. And you can still do music now. I can. Yeah, so I suppose it helped in a way. Yeah. Did you learn a lot from uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say I did. I, well, I started my college with a slight misunderstanding. So they asked me if I had level six in music. Mm. And I, I can play the guitar. And I, like grade six? Yeah. You're right. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm coming above grade six. I can, I can do that. That's yeah. fine. But she didn't actually mean that. She meant, have you got grade six uh, music theory? Oh, that's a whole different ball game. A whole different ball game. Yeah. I didn't have any. Oh, dear. I was on complete zero. Yeah. So I go into class first time and yeah. they were talking about all these letters and numbers and I was starting from scratch and yeah. everyone else in the class was already knew what he was on about. So yeah. that was a bit tedious. Face in the space. Yeah. Face in the space. Yeah. yeah. Every good boy says football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. But I didn't know what that was on about. Mm. So but we got there in the end. And I passed. Just a boot. Good. So good. I'm glad that was a that's good like conclusion to us. That's yeah. what we like to see. Yeah. That is good. That is positive. It was alright. It was good fun. You just, you just got to have fun. Yeah. yeah. College is a weird. If time. you're not having fun, then you're not doing it right. Do you know what I mean? Wow. What a line. What a line. That's what, what my dad used to say. Nice. I like it. Good. If you're not, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Good and it's true. It is true. And that's what I've decided about. About almost everything, to be mm. honest. Like, just make it fun. It's a whole philosophy. Just make it fun. Mm. Because there's fun in everything. That's true. Wow, I'm inspired. Yeah. There we go. That's my one liner. I'm going now. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Quote of the day. Quote of the day. No, it's good. It's good. Fun times. But yeah. It's, it's exciting having you here, Joel. And thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your. Your testimony. It's all good. It's been good to, you know, get to know what you've been doing up to this point. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny, you know, because you, you spend all this time with all, all these different people and then gradually start to connect the dots about what they've experienced mm-hmm. to what you've experienced mm-hmm. compared to, like, some things that other people have experienced I've never even thought about. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings it all together. And mm-hmm. it makes you realise that you can actually see more of what they see mm-hmm. and kind of understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So well, you. I've enjoyed listening to the podcast so far because just hearing people's so stories has been great. So That was the whole point and I'm glad. You guys probably need to like interview each other though. At some point. We Maybe can. not. <laughs> James, <laughs> no. Yeah. We will. I think so. Yeah, we will. But we run out of people to yeah. interview. Yeah. We can do then it. it's time for roast the hosts. Yeah, we can do roast the hosts one on one. It will happen. That could be quite good actually. Yeah, yeah. It will happen. That's true. One thing that I do keep saying as well is because each guest is a different person, even though we're we're still here, um, it's just a different experience each time mm-hmm. um, because everyone just has their own personality that's brought onto mm. the table, um, and it's just all good in its own way. Mm-hmm. So it's very good. Yeah, Not to toot our own horn or anything, but <laughs> we're just great. Hosts. We <laughs> we love the region. <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> wow. 
Well, this is very exciting. Has there been anything, Joel? Let me ask you this. Has there been anything maybe since, let's say, uh, high school, secondary school, mm. has there been anything since then that you can look back from now mm -hmm. that you kind of maybe thought to yourself, oh, I'd love to do that one day, and that now you've actually done it? Has there been something that, like, you thought, oh, that would be fun? And then sometimes you like you've managed to do it, or like a goal that you set for yourself that you feel like you've achieved. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um. I don't know. If it's necessarily things I like set out to do. Yeah. Um. Sometimes things have just like unfolded a bit more. Mm -hmm. Like as 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 the months go by and as the years go by, different opportunities come up, and and so I'm just like happy to to take them. Um. So I think I think it's probably probably doing like a lecturing. Um, yeah. Has been has been really, really enjoyable. Um, not something that I necessarily like anticipated, especially not like during high school. Um, but I think I just, I really enjoy that, um, that opportunity to, to do something like that academically. Mm -hmm. um, I do really enjoy like research as well. Um, like just being able to like sit with some sort of theological concept and articulate it in some way mm -hmm. and like have the tangible paper that you finish with um, or it's a mix of like my thoughts and other research that I've done um, has been really cool. So I think just like producing um, things like that has been really um, satisfying for me. Mm. But not necessarily things I like planned on doing beforehand. Yeah, yeah, they just happened and I like I've enjoyed them mm -hmm. as they've happened really. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I was just gonna mention actually yesterday, um, lots of the third years handed in their mm. dissertations. Yeah. That they had to do. Which exciting it, times well yeah a little bit scary for I even feel James relieved to be honest you feel relieved yeah. Yeah. yeah it's finally done yeah I know but obviously last year mm. you'd have done your own mm -hmm. one yeah how did you feel about handing that in what what did you do it on if you don't mind me asking I did um, ancient Israelite cosmology wow so I was basically writing about what the um, Israelites in the Old Testament believed about the structure of the world basically um, they had this like very three-tier structure where it's like heaven, earth, and the underworld. So I was specifically looking at like the heavens, everything yeah. that's up. Um, so it was really cool. I was able to write about um, like the sun and moon when they stop in Joshua um, and like the waters above the firmament in Genesis and the amount of times in scripture those kind of concepts come up, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed that um, a lot. I was kind of quite set on doing that before starting the year mm -hmm. um so it was great i had a lot of help from um martin who was my supervisor as well which was awesome love martin yeah what a guy what a guy um so yeah that was really that was really enjoyable it was oh uh, yeah i was happy to complete it but i'd love to go back over it and like edit it a bit yeah. and, and improve it and you know do more with it but mm -hmm. yeah it was good fun yeah if you had one piece of advice mm. or people like me and James who haven't quite got there yet mm. before we even start what would you say about the dissertation uh, probably pick something you know you're definitely interested in yeah mm -hmm. which might sound a bit obvious mm. but I think you can easily just like pick something because you're like oh that's a good idea yeah. but I think something that's got a bit more substance to it where there's like different aspects that you can look at. It's not just like one thing that you're drilling in on, but there's like different um, parts to it is cool. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, pick something that you know you'll enjoy for a long time. Mm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll write that down. Nice. <laughs> and I'll write your advice down. Nice. Which was enjoy. Make it fun. Make it fun. If yeah. you're not enjoying it, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Actually, making research papers fun is fun. Yes. Just like throwing in a few things that are a bit unexpected. Mm -hmm. You know. It's actually a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, I told Paul Folland, I don't know if I should say this, I told Paul Folland that mm -hmm. when, he mark, when I next have him as my first marker, mm -hmm. throughout my entire research paper, on the margin side of the paper, I'm going to have every sentence starting with the letters P A U L L A N D. So it just says Paul Folland down the left hand. You told side him that's what you can do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he was like, go for it. So 
He'll know which one's yours then, though. Ah, oh, that's true. Mm. He'll forget by next year. Mm. He'll forget. And then, it, and then it, it'll just say Paul falling down the side of his paper. Mm. It's a little interesting thing. It gives me a little challenge to start every sentence yeah. with, with those yeah, letters. Courage. So, oh, yeah, I like that. We'll see how that goes. Challenge yourself. Like I'll it. let you know. Yeah. Just add something that's a bit like, oh, you know, when they're marking it, they're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. You know? Yeah, that's true. Mm. Like I wrote about, um, you know, in Ezekiel, when it's writing about Ezekiel's temple, because somebody brought up the, the point that um, it could have easily, because there's no like roof on Ezekiel's temple, it could have easily been like, um, what's the word, like tainted in a way. So it wasn't like mm. a, a holy place because if birds flew over it and, yeah. you know, did their thing when they're flying over, yeah. right. it would yeah. it would ruin the holy place. It would. So things like that are like kind of quirky and a bit interesting. That is quite interesting. Mm. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah. After your master's. Mm. What's your goal? What do you want to do? What's the plan? Do you have one? Uh, no, I tend to just think a few years at a time, really. Um, I was supposed to take two years doing the Masters. You can do it in two or three years. I was going to do two, but it felt a bit rushed. So I'm taking three. So I've you know pushed it back even further. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoy academics of theology and faith and um like writing about them and and like having that like i say like i keep saying that kind of educational environment um so i think something in that sort of capacity whether that's like like formal in a in a school or university i don't know but i think especially there's an opportunity for that within church life just having like bible classes and stuff yeah, yeah. where people are able to like talk and discuss things i'd love to be involved in that kind of thing um so yeah, but I, I think I really appreciate the, the value and need for like sharing it further as well in different ways. Um, so not just being like, because I think Christians can very often just streamline and just be within church all of their life. So I think there's there's got to be ways that we're like engaging outside of that in some way. So whether that's just like evangelism or I don't know, just being a representative in some sort of like workplace that isn't the church I think is valuable mm-hmm. um, so I don't know how that would look necessarily for me but no, yeah. I think that's really cool valuable something to look forward to that is something to look forward to yeah oh right yeah yeah <laughs> I thought that was like a question or I, I don't know anyway. <laughs> no 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 that is something to look forward to right got you got you something yeah. to have in the back of your mind yeah as you, as you come to the yeah investors. yeah I think so yeah we'll right. see we'll know. see we'll see we'll see well very cool. You guys yeah. got plans after after the un- undergrad? Anyone want to do a master's? Oh, I wouldn't completely take it off the table. Um, so, yeah, we'll have nice. to see. Nice. How else you get in two years, James? <laughs> okay. <laughs> might be a different answer. I might say yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. So, who knows? knows? I'm hoping to do uh, the MIT course. Oh, yeah. The ELIM. Yeah. The ministerial training course. Yep. Which is another three years. Yeah. That's the plan right now. Yep. To become a minister. Mm-hmm. A pastor. That's the goal. Would you get placed in a church or just go like to your home church? Or? Um, I would like to get placed in a church. Mm. Obviously, I would love to go to my home church. Mm-hmm. But I think right now, I would rather get experience somewhere else. Because I've been in my home church my entire life. Yeah. And I've... I know what it's about. Yeah. And I know what what God's doing there and the culture that's there. But mm-hmm. I like to go and see other places as well mm-hmm. and go and Change the surf, surf somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I think really long term, mm-hmm. really long term, I'd like to go back. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go back one day, but mm-hmm. not straight away. How far would you go for like you know a change of scenery like within England or like outside of England? Probably UK. Yeah. Probably not any. Not any further than mm-hmm. that. Oh, well, that's what I think at the minute. Mm-hmm. God's not told me any different. But who Sounds knows? Good. If God says go, then I guess I'm going. Probably, yeah. But yeah, you do well to. I do well to go. <laughs> the best thing. Yeah. But right now, I'm just ticking along at Regents and then hopefully yeah. doing an MIT course. So at the end of Regents, mm-hmm. hopefully I would get placed mm-hmm. after my third year yeah. and then do the MIT course alongside 
being placed in the church. Yep. That's the ideal. Yep. That's the plan, but we'll have to see what happens. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, just as we come to the end of the podcast, we always ask everyone the, the same question mm-hmm. right at the end. And it, it is, what's your favourite scripture? Maybe all time or just for right now, but just a little verse that you, you carried with you. What do you think? Oh, what would yours be? Does it have to be a little verse? No, you go for it. Just a whole path. You go for it. Yeah. Um, if you want to give me a whole chapter, I'll, I'll accept up yeah, to a chapter. I think, yeah, Maybe I, not a whole book. No. <laughs> oh, not a whole book. Oh, um, okay. I would have said Ezekiel as a whole book. Yeah. Um, because I just think there's there's so much in it. Like, in the beginning chapters, it's like the drama of, like, the imagery of, of these, like, um, angelic beings and stuff like that. Then there's also, like, the, the sign acts so he's got a prophetic message for people and he just like lies on his side for like hundreds of days and then lies on his other side and all these different like wild things that he does I think are exciting mm-hmm. um, but then at like the end of the book you get all this imagery of like this temple that he, f- he sees in like this future like glorious time that he anticipates and stuff um, so yeah it's really hard maybe let's go with Ezekiel 1 Cool I one. think, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know if that'll encapsulate everything that... Just Ezekiel I, then, we'll give you Ezekiel, go on. If, if you don't mind. I don't mind, we don't mind. Relief. We'll pull some strings, we'll pull some strings. It's just so exciting, so I think that would be, that would be something, yeah. yeah Let's go cool. with Ezekiel. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of valuable bits in, in all of scripture. Yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, I read Judges as well recently. Uh-huh. That's quite exciting. Mm-hmm. Um... You know what's great is that no one said the same bit of scripture. Mm. Mm. So, so I'm claiming Ezekiel and Judges. Yeah, you're <laughs> claiming the whole mm. enough. All right, put your name under that one. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I think so, yeah. Cool. Well, I'll just pray and then yeah, we'll close. Thanks. Yeah, Father, thank you for Joel, Lord, and uh, thank you just for the time that he's taken to come on the podcast this evening. Lord, thank you for that you have a plan for him. Lord, and I thank you that he's just been able to enjoy and flourish here at Regents and that as he continues to stay and study and do his master's and help out academically, Lord, that he would just be a blessing to those around him, Lord, and a blessing to all of the people in the future that will meet him. Father, as he continues uh, his journey walking alongside you, I pray that you would just reveal to him as necessary, Lord, uh, what, what your purpose is for his life, Lord, and where you want him to go next. I just pray a massive blessing over this brilliant man of God, Father, and thank you for him being such a legend, Father. In your beautiful name, Amen. 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 Thank you very much. It's been it's been an honour. No, thank you. So have fun editing this. <laughs> thank you very much. Well, thank you very much for watching the podcast. Hopefully, you did enjoy. Make sure to share it with everybody you know, and just to really you know, encourage people, and just hopefully it blesses your day. We'll see you next time for our next episode. Goodbye.